Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. I lost the I lost the knack for doing the voice. I, I forgot <laughs> how to do the voice. It's been so long. Welcome to uh, Current Sinaima. I believe that's how it's pronounced. Again, it's been a long time. I don't know how to say yeah. it anymore. Words we have are... definitely changed since last time we recorded. Yeah. So much. The, the vernacular <laughs> is just all over the place. I may be even seeing that. I think it's vernacular. I don't know. It might be something different now. <laughs> What <laughs> this is episode? That, <laughs> this is episode something of current cinema. Did we hit ten already? I think we might have hit ten by now. Did we? Yeah, we've hit over ten. We're this is like twelve, I guess. We According did it, to my notes, which could be totally incorrect. Um, but yeah, we're gonna just chime in with our summer recap. I guess let's let's call it that because it's September. Summer's behind us in terms of the movie season, and. Um, you know, w- before the strikes, it, we were hitting the ground running pretty hard. And I'm not yeah. saying that anything was delayed out of summer, but there was certainly less of a reason to go to the theater. That's what it felt like, at least to me, when the actors started striking, too. It was kind of like, I'm not feeling yeah. the pressure. I'm just not. Like, I'll yeah. just wait for demand, you know? And we're still in that haze, so. Yeah, pretty much. And we'll be in it for until studios okay, want. Wow. Hey, remember want when we were all the... like, yeah, this isn't going to last long, and then it lasted long? That was fun. Yeah, I, I was like, well, the actors. The, Surely they'll get what they want. No, they just want them all to starve. The studios just want them all to starve. That's yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. Be out on the streets making hobo camps or whatever they're called. Uh, <clears throat> hobo's probably insensitive. H- uh, house free. I don't know what they call themselves now. But yeah, um, I, I'm not gonna even take a stab <laughs> at it. So, which they do all the time. Each other, they stab each other. That stabbing is very, very addictive. It's, com- it's, uh, it's uh, very uh, common in the. Uh, if you got, yeah. if you got nothing else going on you know, with your life. I mean, I guess you gotta try taking a stab at, you know, stabbing. I, yeah, if you're that free, why not, you know? Yeah. Um, not to make a hard right, but I'm really glad you got my wear a red shirt memo, so thank you. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, yeah, we um, we obviously we, coordinated this, because that's what guys percent. do. Yeah, this we is a very totally, visual gag for a podcast. He got on the again. phone, he was 90s style, like his little rotary <laughs> 1930s phone. <laughs> Hello, Kappa. We got to wear some red shirts. And uh, yeah, yeah. we coordinated that very uh, effortfully. Words are very difficult for me today. Anyway, I'm Jeff. I'm joined by Kyle, as always, for Current yeah. Cinema. And we are going to talk about uh, movies that we saw this past summer. I'm repeating myself at this point because that's, well, that's what vamping is, dude. Stealing podcast bits from other shows. Um, so, <laughs> Mission, Impos- statement, so. <laughs> Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 is the main subject of today's episode. We're not going to do the uh, big five uh, this week um, or the next three episodes, I guess. We'll, we'll just, we're kind of ironing out how many episodes that we want to do that are like shorter. We're going to do some catch-up episodes yeah, to make sure definitely. we're on top of what we missed here. So. Right, yeah. it's It's all, it's it really is a coordinated effort to do the podcast because both Kyle and I were like, I don't know, I'm busy with other stuff. And yeah, busy with and we already groups. podcast three hours a week, so uh, <laughs> it's already it's already a part time job. You know? Yeah, yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Yeah, and never mind the uh, fourteen hours of editing that that Tim does. So yeah, Tim's really us, got that. I'm He's actually working on the edit as we speak right now. So right, exactly. Yeah, it's an all week thing time. for him. Yeah. Uh, he's lucky we're not Rick Glassman. We don't snap or anything like that. Making yeah, and we'll hey, cut to a clip on that. <laughs> to a clip on his editing. It's just him at his computer. <laughs> <laughs> his Coke Zero or whatever he likes. Uh, so anyway, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 is the newest entry in the Tom Cruise runology. Let's call it a runology, if you will. 
a series of movies that he just runs in for five minutes. Oh, sure. Season. Okay, I get it, yeah. I guess there's a reason for the run. There always is, but there's not a reason for the long shot. There's never a uh, reason for it to linger as much as it that. Does. I don't know if there's always a reason for the run. Sometimes I feel like he's just like, I think he could have walked out of that situation. What if, what if we put a bunch of candles in there and it was like <laughs> a football field length and I just ran that hallway. Like, yeah. I just ran that hallway full of candles. It's all I imagine about that guy being like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm lighting all these candles for Tom Cruise's big running scene. And like one by one, he's lighting a thousand candles. You know? That guy goes home and kills himself that runs day. Runs out of know? fluid. Runs out of fluid <laughs> yeah. halfway through. It's like, God damn it. Uh, we got to reset. Tom missed a shot, missed his mark. Oh, my God. Got to get new candles. We, yeah. we're, these ones three of them are out. The wax are yeah. out on all these. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this was a really fun time. I actually was in Denver and I was able to watch this with you in a the movie theater. Yeah. And we had a great discussion after the fact without microphones, uh, which was really refreshing, actually. Um, yeah. So now we're going to try to recreate that word for word. Absolutely. I took notes. So I Okay, good. Yeah, me too. Hey, the weather's really nice in Denver. Yeah. Uh, boy, these mountains, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of small talk leading up to the movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we both came away really. Uh, we'll just do general. This was thoughts, a movie. But... Yeah, this was a movie theater movie for sure. Yeah. 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 I'm, yeah, I'm glad this one was still showing because I, I assume Barbenheimer had just knocked it out after a couple weeks, and especially it did. at IMAX. 90, but... 90% of the theaters, that is correct. Yeah. <laughs> right. It, except for that, what, you know, Denver's a big city, obviously, so there's multiple theaters to choose from, and we did manage to find one that was within a reasonable distance. Yeah. That was still screen. It was an AMC, so we obviously got to see the Nicole Kidman wind up before a Tom Cruise movie, which was... Yeah, crazy. I never want to see that ever again. Yeah, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that duality of... <laughs> that's a weird pairing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now you're about to watch my weirdo ex-husband. One of the run many along. women who ran screaming out of his life, like a like, yes. like he was a crazy person or something. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Oh, Tom is such an oddball. Um, yeah. well, boy, but you know, he hey, he makes great movies, though. I think he's he literally the one exception to like the weirdo Hollywood guy. Yeah, and I don't, like... I don't, the second my butt's in a seat watching him, especially in a movie like this or Edge of Tomorrow, something like that, I'm so bought in and I don't care about his crazy craziness you forget. at all. He yeah, makes I, you forget. Like, I don't care yeah. at all. Yeah. So I think as far as, well, this is kind of appropriate, as far as his goal goes, mission accomplished, because he, he's setting out to make us forget by doing all yeah. these extravagant stunts. It seems like an impossible mission. Um, right. But that's why yeah. he's got a force for it. And, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to sure. nail it there. Knocking out of the park every single one, and this is no exception. I do like Fallout better. Like I think that's still my favorite as far as oh, Fallout. Fallout's, I think Fallout is like the staple of what an action movie should be. Uh, yeah. Even though there were moments in this where I was like, I can't fucking believe they just did that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, multiple moments even. But yeah, yeah, Fallout I think is a way better action movie, Maybe and just with the... better, more memorable moments. Not, not memorable is not the right word, but just mm -hmm. it, it stands out to me as a, a consistently good action flick. Right. Whereas like I had nitpicks with this one for sure. I think you I and did I both, too, yeah. and 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 they were comical ones for the most part. Um, I don't even remember. So well. Mustache twirly bad guy is definitely one of them. Yeah, he's definitely one of them, especially when he is waiting at a bridge. We're not going to spoil much, even though this movie's been out for a few months, because it's just not everybody's been able to. Outside of Barbenheimer, people have well. not really yeah, been going it didn't, to the movie. It didn't hit projections, I'll say. Right. Uh, so right, exactly. yeah, people did not go and see this movie. So, so we'll yeah. we'll leave spoilers out of it, and I don't. We're not going to return to do a spoiler cast or anything. We'll just every now and then yeah. pepper in a spoiler about Tom Cruise dying. Oh wait. Oops. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy Renner's finally taken over. Yeah. <laughs> All this time, hot, the bill hot guy is due. back. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, on on this one, um, yeah, the the mustache twirling bad guy, he was just a little too. Yeah, I mean, there were things that like I didn't soap hate opera-y. about him. Like his, he, he was had a presence. He was like soap opera. He was very much like acting yeah. like he was in a different movie a little bit sometimes. Yeah, yeah, no, and I like his presence if that makes sense. But like yeah. the second he started talking, I'm like, okay, <laughs> there's something stilted about it, and and even his movement on there, there's that part on no, the bridge where no, this bridge scene is definitely before one... the Tom Cruise running. But um, I even thought Tom to myself, Dieter, I was like, that's the take they went with this one. They probably yeah, shot this scene seven times. Of, at least. And we thought this is something we did mention that I remember. It's the equivalent of Marion Cotillard's death in uh, spoilers on Dark Knight Rises. But in Dark Knight Rises, to spoil that movie. Yeah, okay. that movie is like <laughs> over 10 years old now, which is insane to me. But um, so when she dies, the take that they went with was her like very overdramatic. Like it is very much like a soap opera death where she's like, Ugh, and her eyes are wide open. It's just like. Her body twitches. It's very comical, yeah. and and even Marion was like, I I didn't know he we was we go shot that face. scene seven times. Or I don't yeah. know why seven's the magic number today, but like we shot that scene a lot, and that's the one they yeah. went with. I don't have control over that. Because we're talking like, about the seventh Mission Impossible movie. That's what yeah, that's exactly why. Yeah, and, and so there's a there's a there's a take at least I I should say yeah. that they use of him confronting somebody that's meeting him at a bridge where he kind of does like a back step and then twirls like almost like a like, dance moves. yeah like almost like he's like in re- like he's like yeah he thought he was intended i thought something. he was gonna yeah. i thought he was gonna moonwalk away yeah. <laughs> like, he looked like he was doing a choreographed dance move yeah uh, i don't know what tell me was, why yeah. uh and it was just a weird take and a weird moment that made me laugh in my seat and i kind of had to be like this is a high tension moment in the movie so i'm just gonna wait to observe it with kyle later like i didn't nudge you because it was Tensions yeah, are very high in that moment in the movie. <laughs> uh, at that moment in the movie, there's many fights going on. There's many parts moving. There's the a lot of stuff going on. That, there's nothing wrong with that part of the movie. Yeah. He is just a little weird. Yeah, yeah it's just a little odd. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, I, I, and I'm tell, I mean, when, when I say nitpicks, that's what I meant. Like, yeah. these are, like, nitpicky nitpicks, you know? Right, right. Um, Yeah, because uh, for, for the most part, we both... we. I mean, almost entirely, we love the movie. Like, I mean, there's... Yeah. I even remember walking out, and this was, like, the big magic for me, was... Like the women were like the real, and I know that's like I, a thousand people who I know listen to this podcast just rolled their eyes, all thousand of them. Yeah. Oh, the women were good. Yeah, they were. And because you know why? Because I feel like they didn't like try too hard. These girls were just like good. They were just good yeah. at what they were doing, and like they were right. just had a presence about them, and they uh, they effectively were uh, in scenes. I I would uh, argue they were more stuff. organic than some of the men were. Like. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, like I, even you know, even like Simon Pegg and Ving Rhames were kind of like their exchanges back and forth were very expositiony. <laughs> yeah, expositiony, and like the jokes were were kind of like I was predicting them in my head before they said them. Sometimes yeah. um, it's almost like I've seen too many of these movies. Uh, There's seven, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, whereas the women, I don't know, they just felt like more of an organic part of the story. Yeah, and yeah, and like at no point, a little better. Like, it, was there a Marvel? All eighteen women are standing on. I know that's like the easy, like loading fruit that everyone yeah. knows, but like yeah. that, it's the go-to for a reason. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't ever feel like that. I don't think the movie's ever trying to push these. Like, hey, this is the girls' time, right, guys? It yeah. never feels like that. It's just so organic. It feels so good. Uh, Haley Atwell's super great in the movie. Um, yeah, yeah. Rebecca Ferguson is literally great in everything she's ever been in. Yeah. Um, and uh, Vanessa Kirby, is that the other one? Yeah, I think so. White Widow? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, White, yeah Vanessa Kirby, uh, she's absolutely amazing in this movie. Uh, chewing a lot of scenery. Uh, Dude, her facial expressions are over the top. It's so funny. So yeah. funny. Yeah, no, she, she is doing what the guy is doing, yeah. but effectively. With her face, like, yeah. 
Yeah, he's yeah, doing but, dance moves. He's doing the robot. kind of being like, a, I'm just bad to be bad, you know. Yeah. I'm a bad bitch, you know, type of yeah. role. Whereas the other guy's like, duh, I'm bad, duh. Uh, <laughs> he's like, just, beep boop. You yeah, wanted boop, to meet I'm me. Bad. Yeah. Um, and uh, also, <laughs> uh, Palm. I don't remember her last name, Mantis. Um, I don't know how to say it. I know she's French, Korean, or something like that. So she's, she's a, a comedy. Total, total, total stand down. She's got like yeah. three lines in the movie. Um, yeah, yeah. And all of them are like French. And uh, I think she says something. No, she doesn't say anything in English because Tom knows all the languages. That's his character uh, arc. Is well, it's not even an arc. He just knows the languages. He's a he just knows them. he's Jesus. He's Zenu Jesus. Zenu yeah. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, a Jesus with the X. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but again, like you're talking just like four great performances that I came out of the movie going, oh, they really stole the show, which is good because Tom Cruise is like really old. So he's getting there now. Uh, yeah. You know, you it's nice. To, it's nice to like maybe let other people he, kind of take. Yeah, I'm surprised they still did this this many weeks into the run. They introduced the movie, uh, Tom Cruise and the director. And yeah. Tom Cruise was looking he especially... Looks, his he age. Looks he's just looking his long age. Hair. Right. He doesn't yeah. look great, yeah. He's yeah. wearing the turtleneck, which is what Robert Downey Jr. did for like the last stint of his you know, uh, career. Because the neck goes first, Jeff. That's what goes first. Goes first yeah. You start getting like vagina neck you know, when you get old, so... Uh, sorry, sorry, everybody. Well, uh, that's but, what they look well, like, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just calling it like I see it, dude. Um, so, like, this just this just what happens. He doesn't particularly look old in this movie, and when he's doing yeah. all the big stunts, I'm like, this guy's got it, dude. He's still yeah. got it. Um, I can't believe this 60 year old is jumping around. <laughs> um, yeah, that trains you know? the train stuff look especially demanding. Like, sure, jumping off a of motor, like, uh riding that ramp uh, on the motorcycle, taking that jump and then leaping off and sky. Sure. That looks very complicated and I'm not underselling it, but the train stuff is like park, not parkour crossfitting. He's basically like crossfitting yeah. and climbing for real yeah. from certain parts of a train that are falling. I'm trying not to spoil it, but you've seen it in the trailer. I think, yeah, some it's, of it's it's uncharted too. It. That's kind yeah. of what it's, it's like, pretty much yeah. uncharted too, but like, he's like, yeah, they're, they're trying to get, to a point where the train stops like, falling, it is so that, stressful, that and it scene, goes I'm on. You, that scene Woo. is so good. It's, yeah. it's it's so outstanding. Yeah, uh, there were multiple times I just wanted to look at you, going, "Are you really? <laughs> 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 this is really something." The way they shot it, yeah. I don't know how they how how they it, got it away. It felt with like they that. for real. Like uh, obviously they were dressing up each train car. I don't think they were. I don't think it was to scale like every every they had each individual train car represented i feel like they were redressing the same train car and just hanging it because i feel like they for real shot it hanging upside not upside down but like know, hanging. they had to have because it looked you could see the physics of them climbing even tom cruise's face like you saw the vagina neck pop through a little bit and red because yeah. he's like the gravity is just pushing against sure. his face like we need to climb up like you could see that they're doing this for real and you can see you can see in that scene too when Haley talked about uh, trying to keep up with Tom Cruise, I feel like she was talking about that. She was talking about that yeah. demanding action sequence where she's lifting herself, climbing on top of him, vice versa, like jumping. Uh, I mean, that yeah. scene looked incredibly tough. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I'm sure he's the type who's like, just do it yourself. Yeah. Do it yourself. And he's a producer, so we could ask that, you know. Yeah, it would feel we a little. Do it. And I think up, it looks. But... I think it looks better when we don't have a stunt person there. And Haley Atwell was like, I don't want to do that at all. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which who, who could blame her? But she did, and that's awesome. Um, <laughs> speaking of her, there are some nitpicks surrounding her that are hard to talk about without like divulging stuff. But like the movie like, asks a lot out of you to just trust that Tom Cruise cares a lot about this girl. Yeah, yeah. And like you just have to buy in because the movie does not explain 
why or how yeah. or give any context or anything like that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of me. He's just kind of like, you're pretty cool. I think I'm going to protect you for life or whatever. Uh, it is, it really is weird. That it's not, it's, these aren't typically the type of, type of movies that have sentimental moments like that. And I thought that was really weird to play that in the movie. And not only that, but include her in it for some reason. Yeah. So it just seems bizarre. That was yeah. yeah, I did make I did make. But the also, joke you that, and I are both like, yeah, we get it though. It's Haley. Yeah, <laughs> I made the joke walking out. I go, listen. I think it's the first thing I said. I go, listen. If you had to just ask the audience to care about a character and give no reason why, hiring Haley Atwell, it's a pretty good head start until yeah. like that purchase being made. It's a great reason. Yeah. Yeah, because like I'm already like, yeah, she look at her. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, her. I get it. Duh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen? Hey. You seen her? <laughs> I, yeah, I'd even let the French blonde girl kill me. That's totally yeah, you know. right. <laughs> They've made some great choices in the casting department in this movie. Yeah, agreed. Uh, agreed. I love that they brought back the guy from Mission Impossible One, the guy who's like uh, Kittredge. That's his name. Uh, yeah, right. They made great use of him, and it wasn't just. I thought it was going to be uh, when they announced it because they announced it before the movie, like as they were shooting. Like Kittredge yeah. going to come back. Yeah, uh, I, I thought it was, was just going to little... be one scene. I thought it was just yeah. going to be the one. No, scene, he but... had a huge part, and I always yeah. thought like it's shaky because i feel like every movie there's like a new guy running things you know yeah so to kind of bring back some continuity i'm like oh this feels good you know i like yeah this. totally because um, like I, every yeah, I didn't movie, want another I'm like Alec baldwin situation where you're like uh, who's this now like yeah. you know and then you have to spend two movies explaining how why he's a new director or whatever right and and uh, i guess that since another nitpick was since we're kind of talking about that uh uh was like You've seen all the like we're seven movies in. You know what the uh -huh. twist is. You're gonna watch this movie and you're like, I know what's going on here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the I think the big surprise, which I won't even divulge here, is like the MacGuffin of the movie. Like there yeah. is a thing that is like happening in the movie that I was like, oh, this is the most interesting part, and I have no idea why it wasn't in the trailers at all. Which is why I don't want to divulge it because walking in and seeing what the movie was about, I was like, well, this is really <laughs> this is yeah, this is cool. This is super cool, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I will, I will say that, um, despite you kind of knowing what the twists are, because like again, you see a Mission Impossible movie, like it's yeah. the twist that you think it is. That's what's happening. Uh, but the things that are the elements and ingredients, if you will, are changed up enough where I'm like, yeah, this is fresh. I'll, I'll take yeah, all this. Yeah, definitely. And and it's a and it's a, the subject of the movie is definitely a, a topic of conversation nowadays everywhere. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like. How weirdly forward-thinking of this movie. They were going to release it last year, you know, but didn't want to... Uh, Tom producing both Maverick and this, he didn't want to release them in the same year. Sure. Uh, for whatever reason, he felt like he would earn less money, I guess. But I, I feel like he would have just made money regardless. didn't matter. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's that's Scientologist for you. to think money first. Um, yep, making judgment. Whatever. They got One of them got a reckoning today, so as of the time of this recording. so I don't think we need to tiptoe around Scientology being a bunch of fuckwads. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's true. That's true. That's true. One of them's a rapist, 30 years in prison. Have fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, have fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> have fun with that. See you hide from that 70s show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his weirdo family must be very pressed about it. It kind of tickles me to know that they're mad. Anyway, because uh, they're probably weird Scientologists, too, still. So. Maybe. Or they're disassociated because those are the rules. <laughs> those are the rules. Yeah, true. They tried to protect him and then he got convicted and they were like, well, we tried to terrorize people. I don't know what else we yeah, can do. Yeah, that didn't work. Yeah. Just cut him off and act like he Mission impossible. <laughs> yeah. oh, by the way, I love that they were kind of taking the piss out of the whole idea in, in the one of the opening scenes of the movie. They were describing the mi impossible mission force to a bunch oh, of people that we've yeah. never seen before. A bunch of suits, That are in the yeah. intelligence agencies and stuff. And... Uh, and it was like just so funny. And I was like, oh, they're going to lean into the comedy in this movie. That immediately set the tone of like, 
there's gonna yeah. be more jokes in this movie and there were that like there, Shay, there, there was an immediately caught up how stupid the entire concept is yeah yeah which i just really liked yeah i thought that i thought that was super funny um so yeah that worked for me too but there, there were the so many great. like so many great jokes to spread out throughout the movie not that they were consistent with like isn't this silly but there were some moments that like like there's a car chase scene that was very silly um fun in a cool way like cool and it's silly. so cool yeah, yeah yeah but it is silly yeah. but like the car was like it was just so funny just that sound alone is like just so yeah. funny uh yeah. and then every time shay shay wiggum shay wiggum's character i I don't uh, remember I his character's name, but is. he had like his partner uh, were constantly chasing Ethan Hunt throughout the whole. Oh, movie. oh, and oh, those the guys guy are from, like yeah, so the guy self who's, like, serious, in yeah. and his hair was just so big and comical, and uh, yeah. it, those guys were another element of humor that were like they belonged so in like a '90s buddy cop movie or something. They were just so of, it, yeah. There are moments where I'm like, oh yeah, this used to be a corny TV show. Like, yeah, this exactly. Pro- this property. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it worked though. It worked. It, it was, did. Yeah, I thought all this stuff worked too, man. I was surprised. Like, I, I really thought the humor, if you were going to start injecting humor into Mission Impossible movie, as much as they did in this one, I thought it wouldn't work. But they, they found a good balance. I'm, I'm they figured very it out, impressed. Yeah. yeah. They, so made, they, made it, they made it fun. Yeah. I'm sure. Not, in, not in Henry Cavill though. cocking his arms in, uh, in a bathroom fun, yeah, but like, yeah. still fun. You're not going to you know? see that. And if you did see that from the villain in this movie, you'd roll your eyes. You'd be like, what the hell was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That actor's kind of just so yeah. awkward stiff. Like, well, and just his whole background too. It's just one of yeah. those. I'm from your deep past. I'm like, uh, okay, I oh, guess we're doing a past thing. Yeah, yeah, I'll like, buy oh, into great. it all along. It's like Nathan Drake having a brother all along. He's never talked about. You know, you're yeah. like, I'll just buy into Except it. Except that would be like six six games in. Suddenly, he has a brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's anyway, like, still, I've never still spoken a... of him before. Even Sully, who's met him, you're like, I've never. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? <laughs> I haven't seen you since. Well. You didn't exist until this <laughs> game, so I don't really know what until to tell you. Were written in. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they introduced them in the movie uh, right away. They were like, "We're yeah. not gonna, we're not gonna mess around with this." Smart, yeah, because we're all waiting for that sequel. Yeah, I can't wait for Uncharted Two. Maybe it'll come out when Tom Holland's age appropriate for Nathan Drake. That would make a lot of sense. Or never, that'd be cool too. Never would be ideal, more ideal. Um, so this movie ideal was fine. It was fine. It was, yeah. it was I'm, making, I'm making it sound like it's like a Snyder movie or something. Am I right? It felt for an Uncharted movie. It felt very charted. That's the problem. Uh, yeah. So, so, so uh, that's, there's a lot of Uncharted references in this episode. Uh, but Mission Impossible is definitely recommend. The newest one is definitely recommend for us. Um, yeah, yeah. If you like action yeah. movies, this one delivers like big time. Yeah, I think the second time I saw it actually lessened my opinion of it. So it's a little bit lower in the rankings for me. For me, just because maybe because of nostalgia goggles for the other, I don't know, five I put above it. Um, but it's still really, really good. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it hit my ten, but uh, you know. No. Yeah, it's definitely not in my. I think I do a top twenty-five or five, twenty mm-hmm. every year. I don't know because it's like I see too many movies. But yeah. anyway, it's well worth seeing. Whenever it, um, I mean, if you haven't seen it in the theater already, I think you might still have a shot at doing it. I don't know. Uh, Dude, I really don't know how. Anything I don't works know. I haven't checked, them. but because uh, it's not on streaming yet, and it's not on demand yet, so it's not on. Uh, video on demand. So. Once they uh, delayed Dune, I've like checked out on how anything in the movies. Pretty work, much, so, yeah. Like everything is it's, dead. Uh, to is me. that score C's movie still coming out? All right, I, I guess I'll see I don't that. Care. You know? Yeah, I'll, I'll catch it when I catch it. I guess. Yeah, I'm just, it is I'm an so Apple movie. Checked so. out. Like, hey, what's coming out this week? Couldn't tell you. I don't know. <laughs> is anything coming out this week? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. There was at one point, <laughs> and it got delayed. I think it got delayed to like next 
And uh, then once November. that Eras tour got announced in October, like everybody moved there, like Exorcist moved out of the way. Like everybody's like, wait, we can't go against so Taylor stupid. Swift. And I'm like, this is insane. Like what world yeah. do we live in? We're the and apparently, best, apparently the greatest freestyle uh, movie of all time is a Taylor Swift era, like concert <laughs> movie. You guys, I get it. She's popular, but come on. <laughs> Have you heard that studios are really pissed because she it's a self-release. She didn't go to a studio and say, hey, I want help distributing this. I'm actually she's a freaking I'm billionaire. Actually, people I'm forget on this Swift on that one. Yeah, fuck these people. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Screw them. They're trying to screw actors and writers right now. Yeah, so. fuck them. Yeah, I'm back. You know, I have the whole month. Swifty. <laughs> I'm back on your side. But I've never heard a single funny, song like, by you, but I'm people back forget on your side. that uh, or at least her fans maybe tend to forget that they're rooting for a billionaire. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Yeah. Just because she's one person doesn't mean she's not a billionaire. She's yeah. She's... My favorite thing is like, well, she paid for all of the like crew members to blah blah. I'm like, those are called expenses. <laughs> she's not a. She's not, not being a, a manager. That's what you should be she's doing. She's not a saint. She's running a tour right now. Of course, she's paying her truck drivers. And or she's whatever. getting. Like, what are you talking about? She's <laughs> overpricing those tickets in stadiums, not even arenas. Stadiums. Yeah, right. So of course, she's like a billionaire, but. Whatever. That's Good called that's called she's doing like a grind, what? She's super you know? young and super rich. Good for her. You, yeah, you did it, she's lady. Like our age, kind of. So I guess she's not <clears throat> young anymore. Sorry, Taylor, that you are hot up, caught up to us now. It's. But you should say sorry to me because I still think I'm young and you're calling me old right now, and I'm not, oh, I'm not having it. I'm not gonna have it. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, this has been Taylor Swift Hour, so uh, we're going to talk about some a couple old movies that we watched. Yeah, sure. Um, and we've both kind of been in a rabbit hole of watching uh, 4K Blu-rays, like old movies that we've either seen before or, you know, well, I mean, in your case, you've been buying a lot of standard Blu-rays, too, because they look better uh, than streaming. Yeah, um, yeah, and they're cheap but, now. No one cares about Blu-rays anymore. So yeah, you're right. They're they're, they're, a lot like of them are less bucks. than ten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of them are less than ten, even the great ones. Um, but yeah, uh, as far as like 4K Ultra HD Blu-rays that I finally like, I've had a player for like a year and a half, and I just haven't really been diving into it. Um, I will mention, I'm gonna mention Inside Out because I love that movie and um, Bing it, Bong, Bing Bong, <laughs> right in the feel hole. I mean, the entire movie is a, is a feeling. So, I mean, yeah. it's yeah. kind of appropriate that I still continue to feel things when I watch that movie. And this sure. is maybe like my sixth time watching it and oh, okay. uh, something like that. It's it's probably my favorite Pixar movie. Like, I remember bringing up having rewatched it with some other people that like movies as well that have seen all the Pixar movies. And, and one of them was like, without them knowing that Inside Out was my favorite, they were like, uh, yeah, I think The Incredibles is my favorite. And I'm like, yeah, there's not any feelings in that movie, though. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. sorry, this, uh, yeah. I, need, I need feel I need feel therapy sometimes. Uh, right. um, I'm not saying there's there's thrills. That's a feeling. But I'm, yeah, I'm just saying, I, guess, I mean, yeah. quite literally. That's all. I just mean quite literally. Yeah. That's, you don't have to convince me like Incredible Incredibles, while good, super low on my list of Pixar movies. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the second. Sorry, one everybody. So yeah. much in the theater, especially. I think I saw it with J.D., yeah, uh, mutual friend of the. I like the second one a lot too. Yeah, I like those yeah, movies a lot. lot it's just like I just like a lot, of, a lot of other Pixar. Yeah, movies. when I think of Pixar, I think of like the heart. You know, like the heart yeah. of the movie, and and if it's uh, it's beaten hell aloud and Inside Out and Onward and like uh, those movies just really moved me. Onward's and great. I'm all yeah, about I'm all about those movies that move me. Um, especially this one where it's like, pretty much trying to give therapy to not just kids but adults too about yeah how it's like totally okay. You don't have to constantly try to feel one feeling. 
the whole time. You're either happy or you're sad. There's a whole moment in the movie where happy or, or joy and sadness come together to create a complex feeling where you're feeling happy and sad at the same time. And I'm like, see, everybody could afford to to watch this movie and be like, oh, this is therapy for me. You know, that's so, good. That's good stuff to get in front of kids too. You know? Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. yeah. And the, yeah, the movie's basically giving you permission to cry too. So I don't feel like a, a weirdo when I do that. Um, yeah. Crying during Mission Impossible was weird though, and I do apologize about that. I just I had to console him in the middle of the movie. It was very weird, but I wasn't gonna bring it up. You know, I'm glad you did though. It was just Ving Rhames is just so poetic when he talks. I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what's what's an old movie that you watched? Uh, an old movie I watched was uh, the Ultimate Edition, I think it's called, of King Kong, Peter Jackson's King Kong. Ooh, King Kong Bing Bong. It's so King Kong Bing Bong. Yeah, it's the only reason I chose it, actually. Um, I, um, you know, this movie is like, uh, I think it's gotten, like, better in people's minds as time has gone on. I, I think yeah. I remember it being, like, received kind of like, this is, uh, this is three and a half hours? Why is this so long, you know? Yeah. Um, when it came out, it's a Peter Jackson movie. That's why it's so long. No mystery there. Um, but I really like this movie. Um, it's the first time I'd seen this version of it. So I'd seen many scenes, multiple monster action moments that they just like ever cutting this out of the movie. I'm like, you couldn't cut all the boring New York shit out of this movie. You had to, you had to cut monster moments on the island. Are you crazy? Uh, so that's crazy to me. But like those moments being in this that I hadn't seen before kind of made it a really interesting experience. And um there are multiple moments in this, and I, I guess I always remember the ravine scene. I think I've brought it up to you multiple times. Like, there's a scene where everyone falls in a ravine, and like it's it's quiet. There's like no music, and all these like big bugs come out and start just murdering everybody. And it's like horrifying. Like it's actually wow. legitimately like horrifying scene. I'm just like, oh, it's really tense and uh, stressful and everything like that. Um, and there's another scene that I always forget about where they're they're running down a, a different ravine. This is ravine the movie. Um, King Kong and they're being ravine. chased yeah. by like brachiosauruses and dinosaurs like in this small little like ravine and like people are just getting out of the way of their gigantic legs coming down the sense of scale is so amazing like it is an absolutely thrilling moment in the movie and I think the movie is filled with these types of moments where it's just like I forgot how when they finally get to the meat of it like that movie does not let up uh, and Peter Jackson really leans into like uh Lord of the Rings style musical motifs and stuff like that when he's like, hey, this character is on screen, so their theme song's playing, you know? And oh, I think that I makes that. it more cinematic and epic and stuff like that as well. I will say there's some characters I just don't care about. Like, there's this kid uh, who, like, the movie's really trying to get you to care about. Well, we find him on our ship, and he's, you know, he we, we made a real sailor out of him, and yada, yada. And it's supposed to be this big redemption story, but, like, ultimately, I just don't care about what's going is it on Jamie with that Bell? kid. Is it yeah, Jamie Bell's character. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at the uh, cast, yeah. And it's so funny. He's like, he's always great, but like, I feel like he always takes shitty roles. Like, he's just had a whole career of like yeah. bad yeah. roles, even though he's really great, you know. Um, he's consistently shown he's been like a great actor, like in yeah. everything I've seen him in. Uh, absolutely. And, and he does fine with this. It's just the character I just don't care about. Um, yeah. Uh, characters I do care about. Jack Black plays a really swarmy, you know, character in this movie, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and he's not Jack Blacking it up, you know, which, uh, uh, sorry, everybody, I can get kind of tired of from time to time. So, um, I do I'm like Jack you. Black, uh, but I, I like Tenacious D. I'm not a Philistine. I know my art guys, you know, but like yeah. he can be a little too much in movies sometimes. Um, he's great in this movie. I think, uh, Forrest Gump's son mention of your shirt. Uh, he's great in this movie too. 
Unbelievable. Um, there's just a lot of really good actors in this movie, man. Um, and and I, I really enjoy it. I, I think you would like it too. I know you've never seen it before. Um, I, uh, you know. I, I kind of want to see that. Maybe I should watch the theatrical first and then be like, okay, yeah, I want to see the... I don't know what order to do things in anymore in my uh, life. Just, watch, just, just watch it once and watch the big version. <laughs> watch the big version, yeah. Because all those epic scenes being added sounds incredible. Yeah, and those yeah. scenes were in the theatrical cut. So oh, okay. uh, the scenes that I mentioned, the other ones was like a swamp monster and a couple other scenes where it was just like, cool, we're seeing big weird insects. And like, Adrian you just Brody's in this too, more... right? What's that? Adrian Brody's in this too, right? He is, which he's yeah. great. Yeah, I like him. Um, and uh, what's her face? You know, the girl that was in Naomi Watts. Movies. Yeah, Naomi Watts, that's her. Uh, she's good too. I know too. Andy, Andy Serkis uh, did, the, did Kong, uh, mocap. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, Andy Serkis plays my favorite character in the movie, the cook. So, oh, he's, yeah, oh, he plays fun. a really cool. He plays a I really cool he character did the, in the he movie. Did the, uh, he also did the uh, human. <clears throat> he's like doing this Popeye thing with his oh, eyes closed. That's so he's funny, always chomping on a cigar. You know, like it's this, it's pretty interesting. It was, you can tell, like, with with Ander Ander being the only exception, really. Whenever he's asked to do a human Cassian role, Cassie and Ander. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, whenever he's asked to do a human role, he's always like going extra with it to be like, I'm a good actor. Hire me for roles. Yeah, <laughs> right. And he really shows up in this movie, to be yeah. honest. So uh, yeah. he's one of like the big moments in the ravine scene where he's like, man, you're acting your face off right now. Because like you're, you have to sell the ter- like the terrifying nature of what's happening, you know, with all yeah. these CG things around you and no one's there, you know, nothing's there. Um, I like the movie, man. I think you'd really like it. Um, I I, I again, I think people have favored it more over time as time has yeah. gone on. It is long in the tooth. I will, I will admit. Um, uh, but I, I also the CG is so out of this world. I have no idea if that's how it always was because I remember seeing it in theaters and I was wowed. But like, it did not age. Like even when you watch The Hobbit, which came out like 15 years later, like you're like, oh, this is already aging. Um, the, the CG does not age in this movie. Like the dinosaurs look great. Kong looks like they look like they put a real monkey on screen. It's crazy. Um, I don't know. It's great. There's moments where Naomi Watts is like touching him, and like you re- actually see the firm. Like it's just very tactile and, yeah. and real and stuff. So that's when Weta uh, Weta 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 uh, the the visual effects group that's in like New Zealand or something. Mm. Uh, they also did the Apes trilogy and Lord of the Rings. Um, oh, did they do this too? Yes. That's oh, so when apes. they were so not. They're just good so... at doing apes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it. They have an ape specialty. But I feel like at a certain point they started getting overworked, like every VFX house did. You know, when when yeah. the boom happened and everybody wanted to do everything behind a green screen or in front of a green screen. Um, and then they just got overworked, like everybody else. Um, kind of like like The Hobbit, for example, like that trilogy. Mm-hmm. I think they did that as well, but it was kind of like. A, there was definitely a crunch because, like, the studio was there like, was "We got a crunch because ninety percent of that movie is CG. Like, if we don't make this, you know. Like, they were like, yeah. we gotta, we gotta turn this out.' I, it, it definitely feels better when there's like a, a nice mixture of CG and real. And I feel yeah. like stuff like The Hobbit, like, which I love, but like, it's like too much CG, you know. So like, it doesn't, it, it just, it ages quicker and feels less, you know, than uh, yeah. I, I yeah I'll, I'm definitely gonna watch this and uh, by the way James Newton Howard did do the score he's the Lord of the Rings guy so that oh makes that makes sense, sense. it is catching, very Lord of the Rings catching parallels yeah yeah it is very Lord of the Ringsy um and um I mean it, even in the the scope of the story or am I crazy that's him right I thought somebody else may have done Lord of the Rings but the but name didn't strike me it's as it's not showing like up in his uh wiki 
Um, I'm pretty oh, Howard sure. Shore was Howard Shore. Howard Shore, yeah, that's. I was like, I didn't recognize Come that on, name, bro. man. Come, Come on, Jeff. dude. Jeff um, lost his touch, man. We take a break, and suddenly I don't know what the hell. I don't know anything about going the on. Um, yeah, I like it. Uh, the one, uh, the one thing I liked about it, uh, ultimately, and I'll end on this note, is that like the 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 lines of who's good and bad in this movie, Peter Jackson just totally kills, man. Because like everybody has a reason to either like hate the ape or love the ape. The ape's bad. The ape's good. People are bad. People are good. You know, like there is such a mu- it's all muddy waters about like who is like the real protagonist in this movie or the good force or whatever. Um, and that they play that all the way from the beginning to the end, you know, so um, uh, good job on that one. You know, Heck yeah. Well, sweet. I can't wait to watch it someday when I have like 14 hours. Yeah, yeah I'm going to have to carve out a whole day for it, honestly. Yeah, it's like because I need a pre-show and then post game. That's what I need to do. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Anyway, sense. anyway, that's all we're gonna do for this episode. Uh, so stay tuned. We're gonna have another one around the corner. Well, next week technically, but you know, spoilers. I guess Kyle and I are gonna do it right now. Um, oh, sure, that's why. Our, yeah, I know. We should change our shirts. We should. Yeah, I'll go do it. Uh, yeah. right. No, let's not do that. Uh, <laughs> we gotta commit. We gotta commit to the bit. We're wearing the same shirts, and if you ask us about it, we're gonna deny. We're gonna yeah. deny. Just we're just gonna be like. It's just our shirts that we, we use when we record. That's that's what it is. Yeah. Don't worry about it. When I, I know it's recording time whenever I throw it on. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, uh, you can't really find us on social media anymore. So just good luck finding us. And thanks for listening. <laughs> so like and subscribe and all that stuff. And uh, we don't have a Patreon. We don't have sponsors. But just uh, thanks for asking us to come back for those of you that reached out. And yeah. um, we have, we have, that's we have, kind of why we're doing we this. Plenty so. of people uh, work out, yeah. uh, reach out. So thank yeah, you. exactly. It got to the point where Kyle and I were like, we should probably work on our schedules. Like, yeah, cause both of us were kind of just like drowning in, in whatever we were doing. Mm-hmm. We're like, we can, we can do something. Right. Uh, so that's cool. That's cool that people wanted it. Yeah. You want it. Um, so thanks for. <laughs> and on that note, this is our rated R version of the current uh, brand. <laughs> current cinema, Not for kids. Uh, stay tuned for next week when we talk about, I think we're going to do Oppenheimer next. Um, <laughs> Well, I was going to have to be resuscitated uh, between now and next week. Uh, yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, next week. Quotes. Um, so thanks for, uh, thanks again. And oh, 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 oh.